Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Good morning, Edwin. Good morning, Andrew. Hey, Edwin, I'm looking around the room, and we've got somebody in the third chair of the Text Talk studios today. Isn't that awesome? It is awesome. I believe it is. Colin Slayton. How are you doing, Colin? Doing good, brother. How are you doing? Doing great. Glad to have you in the room. Glad to have you on the program. Yeah, excited. Yeah, super excited, Colin, for you to be here. And you will be with us for the next, well, couple of months. And here's th- this is actually the heart of why we just got some new equipment. Mm-hmm. Because before, we have not been able to have all three of the, the folks in the office on the program at the same time. That's right. And so we were able to upgrade this year, which now gives us three microphones. So, Colin, I'm glad you're here. So just introduce yourself real quick to everybody who's listening. What brought you down here? Yeah, so my name is Colin Slayton. I'm from outside Louisville area. Uh, What brought me here is the invitation Andrew sent out to me a while back about being able to come and work with you all and hone in my skills to evangelize and to teach the gospel. Great. Well, I'm glad you're here. We're in Psalm 92. And this week, Andrew, Colin, what I want to do is in our reading program with the Livingston Avenue Church, we try to take one chapter a week, or as as we're in the Psalms right now, it's one psalm a week. And we ask our brothers and sisters to read that one psalm a week, but to read it every day. And we have asked for Monday through Friday to be involved in some meditation exercises Mm -hmm. where we ask questions of the text that we meditate on and think about particular ones Monday through Friday. And every once in a while, what we like to do here on the podcast is walk through that exercise ourselves. We don't do it every week. We don't do it every week. Some weeks we're we're trying to dig in and and learn some other things. But this week I want to walk through those paths. And so Mm -hmm. the paths of righteousness with reading. So on Monday, P, praise. On Tuesday, A, admonition. On Wednesday, T, trust. On Thursday, H, hope. And on Friday, S, share. And so each day this week, we're going to walk through Psalm 92, praise, admonition, trust, hope, share. We're just going to talk about some things that we get out of the Psalms and meditate out on this Psalm with those particular issues. Because today is praise, I'm going to, I'm going to step out on a limb and do something a little different. Instead of starting with the ESV, I wanted to go to this Psalter that Matt Basford has put together. Okay. Because this... Psalm 92 is a praise psalm. It certainly is. It is straight up a praise psalm. And what I what I recognized is I wanted to see how our brother Matt Basford put this together so that it could be a congregational praise, that we could get together and sing this in congregational praise. He recommends singing this to the tune of the solid rock. My hope is built on nothing less. So this is, uh, this is a fantastic praise. O Lord, to give you thanks is good, to sing your praise is my delight. I tell your mercy to the dawn, and laud your faithfulness at night. With song prescribed by your commands, I praise the work of your strong hands. I praise the work of your strong hands. How wondrous are your works, O Lord, not one can understand your thoughts. You let the wicked thrive like grass, then you destroy them with their plots. You are forever set on high, before you all your foes will fly, before you all your foes will fly. 
Your grace anoints my head with oil. I watch my foes exultantly. Established in the courts of God, I flourish like a cedar tree. The Lord my rock is whom I bless. In him is no unrighteousness. In him is no unrighteousness. Well, he did a really nice job with that, didn't yeah. he? Paraphrasing that. Yeah. yeah, I think that would be a great song for congregations to sing in their time uh, of praise and worship, for sure. People need to run out and get that Psalter. So praise, praise. So our question on Mondays is, in this reading, how does this particular reading, how does Psalm 92 prompt or improve your praise? Mm-hmm. How does it encourage mm-hmm. you in that? So Colin, since you're new here with us, I thought I would just throw this question to you at first. As you read Psalm 92, what does it do to prompt or improve your praise? So verse 2 in this chapter, or the psalm, stood out to me a lot when I read it. Because mm-hmm. the writer starts off by saying, to declare, or the sum of the definitions say, proclaim or to announce. Your steadfast love in the morning, this idea of making our praises known, starting it in the morning. And then he contrasts that in the second half of the verse, saying, you know, and your faithfulness by night. This idea of doing it when we start the day and then when we end the day as well. Yeah, I like that, that uh, praise is something to start the day with and end the day with. Absolutely. So as we become people who praise God, it's not just some occasional thing. It's not. I I noticed that uh, this is a psalm, a song for the Sabbath. Mm -hmm. So as the editors of the Psalter place this in here or as the person who wrote this psalm wanted it to be directed toward a specific time, For instance, Sabbath, the day of rest, the day when they were going to be meditating on God and worshiping God and praising God. And he says, here's a great psalm. But in the psalm itself, it's a reminder that not just on the Sabbath, but this is going to be morning, noon, evening. This is going to be an all the time kind of thing of praising God. And yet for me, as I was meditating upon praise here, Honestly, I didn't get much past that heading. <laughs> I noticed like you did, Edwin, you know, that it is a psalm, a song for the Sabbath day. Okay. And of course, the Sabbath day is a day marked for God's uh, people of that covenant, a day of rest, mm-hmm. but also a day of reflection or remembrance. Uh, because when Moses taught about the Sabbath day, I think about in Exodus chapter 20, the giving of the Ten Commandments to remember the Sabbath and keep it holy, the retelling of it in Deuteronomy chapter 5, uh, the great deeds of God, his works, uh, that they should be recalled and remembered is tied to that Sabbath observant. So for me, a couple of things. Number one, I learned from this psalm that even though here is one written for Sabbath, the day of rest, then clearly praise is not work and praise is not burdensome. Mm. I'm, I'm learning and to shape my heart and to appreciate that uh, to praise God is not heavy lifting on my part. It is only right. And so there's, there's no um, difficulty there with having a day of rest and also praising God. Digging into that a little bit, I'm noticing that verse 5, how great are your works, Mm -hmm. O Lord. I think part of the Sabbath was in order to train the Israelites that God provides for his people in their sleep, that they can rest because God is working. Do you think there's a part of that here in this psalm? Oh, I absolutely do. Uh, You know, again, I, I was reflecting on this idea of, okay, so if Sabbath is rest, but it's also for remembrance or recalling to mind, like you said, the mighty works of God. 
what's highlighted in the uh, Deuteronomy 5 account of the giving of the Sabbath. Deuteronomy 5, verses 12 through 15, is that God's mighty works there are about a deliverance from slavery and bringing Israel out of the Egyptian bondage. They have the good land and the promise of God and so forth. Remember that. Reflect upon that on this Sabbath day. And isn't that something to praise God for? Praise God because he is working, because he is providing, because his work is really, in fact, all of my work is only valuable because of the work he's doing. Absolutely. So that that recognition. And of course, in the Exodus 20 account, verses 8 through 11, the Sabbath is tied to remembering God's works in creation. Six days he labored to create the world and all that is in it. On the seventh he rested. And again, it is a time to praise and reflect upon his mighty works. Now, again, I I say again, I try to appreciate as a Christian, I know that the Sabbath is that holy day tied to a first covenant and for Israel in that respect. But as a Christian, you know, the first day of the week is when Christians come together and assemble and for worship, and it is appropriate to praise him. That is a joy. That is not a burdensome work. Hmm. And it is appropriate to reflect upon his mighty deeds. And I think ever greater as we read through the gospel, culminating in Jesus Christ and his death and resurrection for us. So just to make clear, the first day of the week is not our Sabbath, though, right? No, a Sabbath a Sabbath is a Sabbath, right? It's the seventh day of the week, and that is true throughout the Bible. But we're resting in Jesus now. Jesus is our Sabbath, mm-hmm. and so as we consider that, here is a—it it drives home even more why, going back to what you said, Colin, praise all the time. Praise all the time. For the Israelites, the Sabbath was that seventh day, but our Sabbath is Jesus. Mm. Are you in Jesus right now, Colin? Yes, sir. Are you gonna, were, you in G, were you in Jesus yesterday? Oh, yeah. You're going to plan on being in, in, in him tomorrow? I think so. So when should we praise? All the time. Yeah. Because, <laughs> I mean, Jesus is our Sabbath. So as long as I'm in Jesus, praise is the thing that should be happening in my life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I really dug into the first verse where it said in my meditation, it is good to give thanks to the Lord to sing praise or to sing praise. Excuse me. Now I'm the one having trouble seeing. It is good to give thanks to the Lord to sing praises to your name. O most high. I go back to what our brother Matt Basford in his Psalter Lord to give you thanks is good to sing. Your praise is my delight. Mm. I really like that idea. The, the, the idea that praise is good. It could be translated delight, mm-hmm. pleasing, enjoyable praising God for his work is not a chore. It's not a homework assignment. It's not a requirement. It's pleasant. And and he says the reason that it is pleasant is verse four, for you, O Lord, have made me glad by your work mm-hmm. at the work of your hands. I sing for joy. And, you know, until you dug into the Sabbath there, I actually was kind of missing part of that. But there it is again. It's it's your work yes. that I am praising, not my work that I am praising. And so it's the work of God that actually makes it a delight, not the work of my hand. Uh, And of course, for us as Christians, it's the work of the Lord in the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. I think there's a a beautiful lesson then gained by giving ourselves over to this kind of praise and adoration. It's easy to get uh, enamored with my own works and really think that I've done something great or done something special. Um, I, I was hearing a preacher one time, it, it might have been Brother Ed Harrell, talking about how people get so excited to go to Europe and to take a tour of a cathedral and to see this amazing architecture and, and ooh and awe at, at all of the uh, ornate decorations of it, right? And he said, but if you take that same cathedral and you go place it down in the bottom of the Grand Canyon, 
He's like, <laughs> yeah. One is the creative work of God, that Grand Canyon and all this creation. Yeah. And it just dwarfs anything that man could can conceive and do in his own hands. God's works are supreme and to be praised. And man, it makes me glad. It makes me glad. I, I just want to suggest to people, spend some time every day with some thanksgiving and some praise to God because it's it, it will increase your gladness. It will increase your your thankfulness to God and what he has done for you. I know it helps me because it reminds me God's not picking on me. <laughs> God, God really, I mean, you know, if I, if I spend my time complaining about the blessings you have, Colin, that I don't have, I start thinking God's picking on me. Mm-hmm. But when I'm able to thank God for the things I do have, I realize God is providing and praise God for that. Well, why don't we go ahead and wrap up today? We have some more paths of righteousness throughout the week. Andrew, why don't you lead us in prayer? Our great God and Father, we praise your high and holy name. Uh, In our reflection and meditation reading Psalm 72, we have shared in this uh, discussion many, many reasons of which you are to be glorified. And so, Father, I just pray that today we might walk humbly before you, glorying in your mighty works and understanding that your works are for our good and our deliverance. Thank you for your love that you show us in so many ways, especially in Jesus Christ who died for us and rose again. And in his name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna, Christ is captain of the mighty throne.